So even if you're new to learning Japanese, you probably know da and desu because they're pretty basic. But what about da or desu? In real life, those get used like a lot. In this episode, we'll talk about what this da or desu really is and what it's doing to the sentences. Welcome to the Tahugu Podcast. My name is Kanae. Hi, my name is Rachel. I guess today we are talking about nda or ndesu. Mm-hmm. Um, you lived in Japan for a while. Have you used it? I lived in Sapporo for a few years and uh-huh. I, I did use it a few times. And to be honest, I didn't really know what I was using it for. I uh-huh. think I've mentioned this before, but I just kind of used it when it sounded good to use it. <laughs> so um, an example would be when I was um, making a reservation and I was talking like for at a restaurant, um, mm. I would say, yo yakushitain desu kedo and just leave it there. And then um, because it's implied that, oh, I want to make a reservation, but mm-hmm. and then they would fill in the blanks like, oh, well, we have a, an opening tonight at 6 p.m. or whatever it was. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think it's really a good example because I would just say the exact same thing mm. when I'm making a reservation over the phone. Yoyakushitaindeskedo, which is like, I would like to make a reservation, but da da da, kind of. <laughs> yeah, mm. exactly. You just kind of leave it. Leave it at there. The butt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, nda and this. I feel like we use this a lot <laughs> in conversations. Though、mm. mm. so、there's not too much like information or like explanation out there that's like really quick. <laughs> yeah, I kind of、mm. understand that. Like, it, I feel like it takes several examples to really understand what's going on with the nda and this. Right, because right. Because we don't have a good equivalent in English. Right. So, I mean, like that and this、uh, are pretty basic. You probably learned this like one of, as a, one of the first grammar points. Yeah, Japanese one on one, right? <laughs> yeah,、um, definitely. And yeah, like that and this obviously consist s of that and this.、Uh, just, it's just got、mm, at the beginning. Mm hmm. And those like this and that,、uh, if you're not sure, we like to think this is a politeness marker and that is、um, assertive marker.、Mm-hmm. Um, people say it's like an equivalent for like, cop- wait, what is it? Copula? Like to be,、mm. like is or are in English.、Um, but, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And also like, People think this is the polite version of da, and then da is more casual version of this, but it's not exactly da. But you can read about it more in our article, this versus da, on tohugu.com. We'll like 
talk about it pretty in detail there.、Mm. So, but anyway, simply that well, for this one, you can kind of say that is casual, and then this is polite, I guess. And、okay. they they end sentences. So when you say mm da mm. versus da, it's more casual. It's not too abrupt. Oh, so yeah. So like、uh, the reason I say da is not casual, but rather it's assertiveness marker.、Mm-hmm. Da on its own, it sounds abrupt, like you said.、Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, I said if I say, "Watashi wa kanae da." That sounds pretty like assertive, like, like Kanae, who are you? Like Kanae, that sounds like someone like in anime, but、mm-hmm. this is, sounds more like social, um, or、okay. yeah, the Kanae. This is, sounds more polite, um, but when that is used with some sentence enders like yo or ne, as、mm-hmm. in like da yo or dane, that sounds more casual. And、oh yeah, yeah. Just like that, um, da, uh, da with n at the beginning, uh, it sounds more casual. So we can say in this episode, I guess we can just say that is kind of a casual version, and then this is the polite version. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. So like, what's this n though, right? Yeah. So the n that comes before the、yeah. and this <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a slight sound too.、Uh, you'll have to listen to pick up on it sometimes. That's true. So m、mm, actually comes from no particle no,、mm-hmm. uh, and then that's like you can use no at the end of sentences too, and then it's to it's used to explain like steps, like or instructions, or like. Explain do's and don't do's、um, with、mm-hmm. this particle no at the、uh, end of the sentence. Also, like if you stick no at the end of the sentence, it kind of communicates the sense of curiosity. And this no became n、mm, because it's kind of easier to say simply. Yeah, I do、mm. agree with that. I think it takes your mouth more. To you know your tongue to create the no sound than it does the n sound. N sound, right?、Mm-hmm. So like you, people still you might still see like those no version. People use still use like no da or no desu, especially in formal situations or like、uh, in formal writings.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, these days in conversations, da and desu are a lot more common.、Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And what they do though is they add an explanatory feel to sentences. Okay, so, so if you're、mm-hmm. you want to maybe give more reasoning or explain what exactly is going on, you might add the n to the sentence that you're saying. Yeah, and this, um, yeah, like like I said, sentence ender. No, kind of expresses or it's used for explaining don't do's do's or like instructions and stuff like that. So that's got like kind of a explanatory nuance to it.、Mm-hmm. 
from it. And then, so, but what's explanatory feel anyway, right? Um, yeah, because in English, we don't really have that. We just would explain it or... Right. <laughs> yeah, we don't have something inside of a sentence that makes it like that. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Like in English, we don't have the equivalent and then we don't mm. have like one-on-one translations. So it's kind of hard to explain, but... We'll try our best. <laughs> yeah. We'll use uh-huh. some examples and maybe that'll make it more clear. Yeah. So when do you use in that or in this? Right? Um mm-hmm. we you use in that or in this when you're providing information to explain something, especially in order to appeal in the gap of understanding between you and the listener. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you want to explain something to someone you're talking to mm-hmm. and there's some like sort of information that might be missing. Right, right. So yeah, we should talk about some uh, actual examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, when I say actual example, it's kind of my imaginary <laughs> examples. But um, for example, you're on a date with this guy and um you're walking down the street and then there is, um, let's say there is a tourist, foreign tourist who looks lost. And then what if your date out of the blue started talking to them in fluent Italian and helped them out? Oh, yeah, that would be surprising. That would be surprising, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you're like, like why? How? Like why would you? Why are you so fluent in Italian? Mm-hmm. Like we've been talking in English the whole time, but now yeah. all of a sudden you're speaking Italian. Yeah, or you might have been talking in Japanese. We don't know, but uh, mm, in that true. case, yeah, <laughs> in that case you might look kind of puzzled, and then the guy might like your date might say something like, Mm. Um, so this sentence can be translated to, oh, I actually grew up in Italy. Mm. So here mm-hmm. it comes after so that, dan, da, or mm-hmm. so that, da, da. So that, da, da, yeah. Okay. So you're explaining that the reason you know Italy, maybe they didn't exactly ask you, but you could yeah, just yeah. say, Oh, I grew up in Italy, so that's why I'm able to speak the language. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like it's because I actually grew up in Italy. Mm. Mm, that nuance is it's because or like you said, oh, I grew, actually grew up in Italy. And that's why I spoke some Italian or something like that. Okay. The reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like if we... If he didn't say da at the end, this would have come off a little bit out of place. Oh, really? It's like a plain statement, mm-hmm. which is actually not as natural as this with da. Mm. So this is like to explain to like explain why he spoke Italian and then it was obvious that you looked kind of puzzled and then you were 
confused. Um, mm, I see. Mm. So it actually makes more sense to use the nda here. Yeah, nda here. Than to leave it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The same uh, in the same scenario. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, your date's going well, I guess. Um, uh-huh. you're walking on, down the street, and then he run into someone he knows, mm-hmm. and then he chatted a little bit, and then when that happens, like I would kind of wonder, like who that was, like how they know each other and stuff. Mm, because you're out on a date and then uh-huh. your date's talking to someone they ran into. Yeah. yeah. You're curious about who they are. Uh-huh. Mm. I mean, it's kind of rude not to introduce you and stuff, but I feel like it in Japan, people don't really introduce oh, to really? each other's company. I, that's what I feel like. I don't huh. know. Maybe I'm wrong. That. Yeah. In the States, I feel like it's a little bit against the social etiquettes. Maybe mm-hmm. if you don't, mm. yeah. Introduce. If you don't introduce, yeah. Mm. But let's say it, this happened in Japan. Um, I mean, it was not too rude. And then you, your face probably says that who was that, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy might have that your date might say, "Oh, onaji meaning. Oh, we worked at the same restaurant. Mm. Mm. So they didn't, your date obviously didn't know that. And so you're just trying to give them more information on the, you know, the context of mm-hmm. how you two know each other or, you know, you where you know each other from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that sounds natural here too, because you're kind of providing the information to fill in the gap of understanding, you know, between you and your date, mm-hmm. who you accidentally impressed, I guess, <laughs> earlier. Um, with your Italian skills. Yeah, with your Italian skill. And so, yeah, that's what nda or ndesu do, basically. Mm-hmm. Another example is if you're at nomikai, like drinking party, mm-hmm. And then you notice someone is not drinking too much. Okay. So everyone else is kampaying with beer or sake. Uh-huh. And then someone else has um, kal- karupisu or some other yeah. drink. <laughs> oh, I miss karupisu. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Or something like that. Japanese and soda. Then, mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe you mentioned that to them that oh you haven't been drinking too much or something like that mm-hmm. and the person who haven't been drinking might say something like like I can't drink much or I get drunk easily mm. Mm. so they're explaining yeah why they're not drinking with everyone else mm-hmm. or like maybe ninshin yeah they're pregnant. How would I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Nishin, yeah. Like I oh actually I'm uh pregnant. Or mm. what are other examples of Oh, if they're driving in Japan? 
Oh yeah, because you can't. You can't drink, drink any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, uh, under the law, you can't have any alcohol in your system mm-hmm. if you're um, if you're planning on driving. Yeah. So if so, someone drove to the party, maybe they can't drink. Mm-hmm. In that case, they might say something like, "Oh, like I drove here," and then you might say, "Kurumadekiterunda," uh, or something like that. And then you use "nda" to explain as to like why you're not drinking. Have you ever heard of it's something like "doctor stop"? Stop. Doctor and I heard, <laughs> I heard it's an excuse in Japan. Like it's kind of outdated. Oh, but. I see. Doctor stop. It's yeah. like a katakana English, right? Right. Is it, is it in English? Does it work in English too? Like doctor uh, doctor's stop. Doctor's uh, no. order. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe something like that. Like yeah, yeah. Doctor's order. I I like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've heard <laughs> that with um. Typically, <laughs> with probably with salary men, like back in the uh-huh. day, if they didn't want to drink, that was an excuse that you could use. Like oh. I see. Meaning, like your health conditions, like doctors said, uh, don't drink or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Though and then everyone else know. understands. Uh huh. Though you don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. Like, maybe this person just doesn't want to stay up late, or I don't know. Doesn't yeah, want yeah, to drink yeah. too much. Mm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but something like that, you know, like. You're explaining the reason. It doesn't have to be reason, but like you're explaining something to kind of fill the gap of understanding. Okay.、Mm. Yeah, because your friend was wondering about it, so then you want to give them more of an explanation. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,、mm. like, it, you know, earlier you mentioned about like yoyakushitain desu kedo. Like、mm-hmm. I like to make a reservation. That's to kind of provide the context, like at the beginning of what you're about to say, like、mm, or so、you know.、Mm-hmm. When they pick up the phone, they know right away. Oh, this is about a reservation. Right. It's not about、um, what time、mm-hmm. the hour, like what time they close, or hours of operation in general, or anything. It's about yeah, a yeah, reservation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of providing the context, I guess. Another example is, I mean, there's a lot of examples you can um, like that applies to. But this one is, like, for example, you have a friend over, and then your room has a lot of like Japanese learning charts and like anime posters and stuff like that. Um,、mm-hmm. and then your friend is looking at it, and then you might say something like, "Oh." 日本語の勉強してるんだ。Like、mm. I'm learning Japanese, and that's why you know this room is filled with Japanese stuff. Ah,、uh, okay. So、mm-hmm. they're probably wondering when they walk in,、uh-huh. why you have so much Japanese、um, paraphernalia and、uh, posters and yada yada anime in your room, and you're like, oh, I'm actually studying Japanese. That's、mm-hmm. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you said it like with a da, it sounds kind of it could come off as a random statement. Like it's not like a natural flow.、Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So if you just start off a sentence with da, sometimes it doesn't make sense to do that because no one's asking you about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, kind yeah. of 
brought up a different topic. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, now or this kind of create a natural flow for you to kind of uh, complete the context mm -hmm. um, by explaining why or whatever the like person who you're talking to is wondering. Like, for the earlier examples, it was like, why are you so fluent in Italian? Or why are you not drinking much? Or why are there so many like Japanese learning stuff in this room? Um, mm -hmm. These like questions, even though if, even if they're not like explicitly said uh, or asked, it's natural to use like the to add the explanatory nuance. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, even though if there's no universal translation, in this case, I guess it can be translated to like, it's because, blah, blah, blah. Mm, yes, so some sort of statement on why, you know, that's activities going on or why you're doing something. Yeah. And it makes it clearer for the, the listener. The, yeah, exactly. Like, mm -hmm. you spoke some Italian, and then you're, uh, the person who you're with is uh, obviously wondering why, and then you start your sentence with, it's because I grew up in Italy. Mm. And then you can do that with da or ndesu at the end of sentences. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Is there any examples, any other examples you think of using da or you can, you think you can use maybe da or desu? So we'd use it a lot. I'm wondering, hmm. like maybe when you're explaining something, how you reached, uh, like maybe in class mm -hmm. with a teacher, I'm wondering, is it too casual to use in that sort of situation where mm. the teacher might ask you, oh, how did you come up with this answer? And mm. then you explain your reasoning and you say this. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, I did. I just realized that we didn't talk about this too much or we didn't use this in examples. But mm -hmm. I think to use it to teacher, this would be perfect. Okay, so you mm. could use it with a teacher. Maybe, maybe you missed uh, class yesterday or last week or something. Mm -hmm. And then you go to school and see the teacher. And then the teacher might ask you, like, oh, what happened last week? And then you might say, oh, like, I was sick and stuff like that. And then you can use, like, oh, kaze hitan desu or something. I call mm. a cold within desu. Mm. So then you don't have to say... Nazenara or whatever. Mm. Yeah, you could say that, but I guess this are more natural. Okay, so mm. can you use a, can you say nazenara kazahitan this? You can use mm. and a because. Oh yeah, you can say that too. Nazenara this. Okay, mm. so you can combine them. So in this episode, we discussed the basic functions 
of da and desu, which is to explain something. But mm -hmm. da and desu can also express realization or it can seek explanation or introduce a new topic and more. So for more information, please check our grammar page about da on Tofugu Grammar Series. On tofugu.com and click on grammar and then yeah. type in da. Da or maybe Google da tohugu and hopefully it's gonna show up. Oh yeah, it'll probably be the first link that way yeah, too. I hmm. hope. Hmm. <laughs> and if you like our podcast, please give us a review on iTunes. If you're nice to us, we may give you a shout out on a future episode. And here's one from Jen Jen Okwa, I think. Ochoa? Yeah. Uh, mm. It looks like that. Jen with two N's. Ochoa. Mm. Kana. Sorry if we mispronounced that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I can go ahead and read this one. The title is Great Discussions. I rebooted my Japanese language learning in January with Wani Kani and some other resources. Wanting to approach my language lear learning experience from as many angles as possible, I found articles on Tofugu to be a great deep dive into different topics. It was thus a nice surprise to find the Tofugu podcast. The most recent podcasts have been a fun listen, hearing discussions around the variations in how people are addressed, whether formal or casual, slang or personal anecdote. When my four-year-old is being a know-it-all, I now respond, okay, sensei, because <laughs> that suggested use was the funniest thing ever and arguing with a child is futile. That's true. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I love hearing everyone's perspective, and I'm sure I will listen to some of the episodes again when my Japanese skills are more advanced and I can better absorb all the insight. Keep them coming, Mami-san, Kanaya-san, Jenny-san, and Cameron-san. P.S. Wanikani is amazing. I cannot believe how much I've learned in two months. I bought some manga from Amazon.jp and was excited to recognize some kanji on the first page. The protagonist saying she was in fifth grade. So much to learn still, of course, but it is working. Hmm. Wow, that's nice. That's yeah, great. thank you for the review. It's like, yeah, it's a good review. <laughs> yeah, talks about the podcast and also Wani Kani. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for mentioning about Wani Kani because um, I wanted to do a quick ad for it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, and we have a special coupon code for our podcast listeners. And Wanikani is a kanji learning platform. And using Wanikani, you can learn 2,000 kanji and 6,000 vocabulary items. And the program has 60 levels to complete. And the first three levels are free for you to try out. And after that, it's a paid program. But here's a 25% off discount code for annual or monthly subscriptions. The coupon code is podcast underscore summer, all lowercase. Uh, and the discount will last for a year. And you can redeem this code until September 30th, 2021. So right. if you haven't, check it out, wanikani.com. Um, Definitely. Yeah, we're pretty biased, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I learned all my kanji that way. And... It's been a lifesaver for me, especially in terms of reading. So mm. definitely at least give it a try. See if you like it. Um, starts off with radicals. If you 
are already familiar with some kanji. Um, some users say it's a little slow at first, but just stick with it because it definitely picks up. Yeah, totally. That's a good advice. <laughs> so thank you for listening to the episode and see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.